This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So we're gonna learn, we're gonna learn some chidot tonight. We're gonna learn some chidot tonight. Some very interesting chidot. So we're gonna start off like this. This week's parasha is called a parasha stuma. If you're a kayan and you get an aliyah, you get a chance to see it. Right? Because normally there's a space between the last week's parasha and the new week's parasha so you know where it starts. But this week there is no space. The last word in last week's parasha is they multiplied Ma'od a lot. And so so Ma'od is in the right place. Because it's the last word of last week's parasha. The, what's in the wrong place is Vayichi. It ended where it's supposed to end, but then Vayichi is supposed to start a space away, you know, uh, uh, but here it doesn't, right? So it's in the wrong place is Vayichi. So you could read it. Ma'od Vayichi, and he lived a lot, right? Because the two words are next to each other. So, but it's called the Pasha Stuma, and there's many reasons. Stuma, one, Yaakov Inu died. Two, the Gullah started. Three, life is hidden. Right? We don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you something interesting I said at my Mitzvah tonight. I had an interesting, interesting daher tonight. So I went, I, I spoke at a Mitzvah, um, Jackie Vitone, had a her son was by Mitzvah tonight. So tonight is Bar Mitzvah. So I said, I said, and I'm, as you get older, you learn this more and more, that what is life? Life is millions of moments. Millions of moments put together is a person's life. Moment, 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 moment. So now, the, the importance of life, and I talk about this all the time, is Vayichi, is, is time. Time is life. Time is potential. No more time, no more life. No more potential. That's why Jews, we, it's a tragedy when someone dies because Judaism is about potential. And once a person is dead, he has no potential. So whatever he did, he did, but he can't grow. He can't make another bracha. He can't say modani. He can't say, I love you, Hashem. Done. He can't talk. He can't bend down by maidim. He, he can't do anything. So that's a tragedy. By us, that's a tragedy. Right? Um, so we look at potential. We don't look what we did till now. We look at what we can do further. And that's why life to a Jew is very, very important. So, I said to the Bar Mitzvah boy, I said, there are certain moments in your life that because you take an action in that moment, because you take an action in that moment, you change who you are. A person's born. You get born, you're born, right? So, when you're in your mother's womb, you're dead. You... The moment you take your first breath, the doctor gives you a little pot, right? The moment you take your, oh, but now they don't let that. You know that, right? It's abuse. You can't hit the kid when he comes out. You have to say, nah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the kid's going to sue you. You slap me. You slap me before I even started my life. Oh, my God. Every, everyone starts with a slap. You know that? It's pretty well. Not everyone. I don't think they really slap. But they shake you up a little. They slap. I don't know. I never really saw them slap. But anyway, so, um, so, so he's gray. I, I, I've seen my daughters get born. When the baby comes out before her first, before her first breath, she's gray. And then blue. And then when she takes the first breath, or he, I'm saying she because I have five daughters, but, or he, they turn pink. That's what you want. Once they're pink, that means they're alive. Everything's good. So, huh? I don't hear you. What? You're not looking. You're going to sit in the, say, Tehillim, down the block. 
You don't want to hear your wife screaming either, right? So, so yeah, the doctor comes out, all the guys are fainted on the floor, like in the waiting room down the hall. Huh? No, you'd be saying to Hillam. You're not watching sports. You're saying to Hillam. It's a so so that second, someone goes from being a piece of clay to becoming a human being. Wow! But there's an action. The person has to push the baby out. Then you come to eight days, right? So, Brismila doesn't happen on its own. Even if he's born male, you still have to do something. So you have an an oral, a child that's an oral, and then you do an action. You make a Brismila, and he's no longer an oral. He's part of the make Klaistrol, right? Then when a guy gets married, right? They're two single people. He puts well, I'm not sure. He puts a, a, a ring. On the girl's finger, that's the action. It gives her the ksuva. The Adam say mikudeshes. So he goes from being single to being married in a moment. These are all moments. First breath is a moment. First meal better be a moment. And 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 the ring and the ring is also a moment. But there's an action in all those moments. And I guess so. So about mitzvah boy, there's no action. No action. He, by Mincha, they only had nine people. He couldn't help them. He could stand on his head. Two stars came out tonight. He, he, he's a minion. He's a, he's a, 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 what's it called? If, you, if you're benching, he's a Muslim. He has a derisa tonight. He went from being a child to, to owning his own mitzvahs and averas in a split second. I know what, 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 455 he wasn't and 456 he wasn't. I don't know the time stamp. I'm just, just saying. So I said to the Mitzvah boy, I said, no action. You have to do anything. A moment is so precious that sometimes you're not even acting in the moment, but the moment itself, turn the, the, the time is what turns him from a, from a, a, a boy into an adult. I said, and if you can have a picture in your mind when you become Bar Mitzvah, they open your account. It's like, you're at a bank and you're waiting to open your account. And like the second you come by mitzvah, they turn the key. You're mechayev mitzvahs and averes. They open your account. You can deposit. You can deposit. You can withdraw. So I said that it's an interesting thing because non-from people, right? When I deal with them, they tell me I was never by mitzvah. I was never by mitzvah. I mean, I was never by mitzvah. I'm like. You are by mitzvah once you're 13. It's not, it's not, you're never by mitzvah. The minute you turn 13, Hebrew, you're by mitzvah. You, may, you didn't have a bar mitzvah. You didn't have a party, maybe. Maybe you didn't put on tefillin. But you're by mitzvah. It's, it's, a, it's something in time. And I said to the bar mitzvah boy, I think because of bar mitzvah is, the whole bar mitzvah is dependent on time, you need to focus tonight about Time and the and how precious every second. If you think about it, I came up today with like never thought about that before. So, moment in time you're married. A moment in time you're dead. A moment in time you're born. A moment in time you had you're not a, you had a bris mila. These are all moments, seconds. They're seconds. They're moments. So time is very precious. All right. Anyway, so by he is life. So the chidot talks like this. You have to understand something. Yaakov Avinu, we spoke about this many times, was a Gilgal of who? Anyone remember? 
Who is Yaakov Avinu a Gilgalov? And Yosef was a Gilgalov also? Adam, 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 Adam. Noach was Moshe Rabbeinu. Adam. What? Noach. Oh, Amenoch, I don't know. I never saw the Chidom and Noach, but I know Noach and then Hevel. Okay, now. Um, so it says, Mo'id, Mo'id, Rechiyako. You ready? Ready to jump? Everyone's going to jump together out of their chairs. Ready to jump out of your chairs? Hello? Back row. Ready to jump? On three, we're going to jump. How does he know that? How does the Chidom know that? That Yaakov was a Gilgal of Adam. Come on, guys. Whoever gets this, gets a free bottle of water. Whoever's listening to the sheer, pull your car over, because you're going to jump out of your chair, and I don't know what's going to happen. How do we know, specifically from this parsha and the way Hashem wrote this parsha in the Torah, that Yaakov was the Gilgul of Adam. He's already out of his chair. Ma'od, Mem Aleph Dalit is Adam. Adam, by Yechi Yaakov. Adam came back to life through Yaakov. And it's a Pasha Stuma, so the three words are together. That's it, we don't have to have a share anymore, that's it. You don't need, you don't need anything else. You guys, just stay in your car, relax a little bit for a minute. See what's going on here? If it wasn't stuma, you can't put them together. Because it's stuma, Adam, Adam lived, once again, through Yaakov. That's not normal. Okay, you're not jumping, you're tired, it's not your fault. Okay. Now, it's he pretty. Had another chance to start. Yeah, well, he, he, he. So we're going to learn something tonight that we, we never really talked. I knew, I know this, but we never really talked about it. And I'm going to not talk straight because there are people in cars listening with kids. But you'll understand what I'm saying, okay? So, there's no separation between them. Now, what does a Gilgal come back to this world for? To eat, like my Rebbe Ragnar will say, to eat pizza. You came back to eat pizza. Maybe a falafel. That's why you came back to this world. You come back to be masakin to fix what you're coming back as a Gilgal for. Adam, after she gave him to eat from the tree and she caused him all those problems, separated from Chava for how long? 130 years. During those 30 years, he did the Avera. Everyone chap, the Avera, man's Avera. Okay, he did the man's Avera. How we understand that, how it happened, maybe by accident, I don't know, but it happened. That Avera, you're over on three things. Not one. That Avera is three things. Shvichas Damim, you're a murderer because you killed something that's alive. Okay. Gilea Royais, because it's immoral. And Avaidazara, because it goes to the other side. So you're serving him and his wife. We went about this Kaviyash a few years ago. I don't know if you remember. So when you do that Avera, 
you are doing the three cardinal sins. By the way, this brought down the Kaviyasha. You're a murderer, you're serving an idol, and you're doing, of course, Gilead Royce. We understand that you're doing Gilead Royce. Okay? Because that serves the Zara, the other one, the Satan, and his wife. It actually creates Mazikim through them. So, how do you, how do you murder them? How do you get rid of them? Create. What? You you killed something that was living. No, it's living. It's living. What are you talking about? It's living. It's if you look at it from a microscope, it's living. What are you saying? It's a living being. So, um, so Adam had a problem. He did. He he was over all three things because that happened. So he had to be massacring all three things. So the Avos came to this world to fix Adam. Avraham Avinu got rid of Avodah So that was Masakin Avodah Zarah. Yitzchak was willing to die, right? Okay, that's Yitzchak. That fixed Shrikas Damim. Yaakov's job was to fix Gilead Arayas. Yaakov said that never in his life did that Avera happen with him. Ever. It didn't. Never happened with him. And that all his 12 children were Kadosh. So Yaakov's job, he was the third, the other two fixed theirs already, but Adam had to come back in Yaakov in order to fix that Gilgal from the Avera of Gilead Royas. So how you Gilgal Adam Arishain, the second Avon Gilead Royas, he fixed Gilead Royas, the Adam Arishain. He said he waited, I think he got married at 85. He waited 84 years with a raw carry. He never saw carry. And that's why when he spoke about Ruvain, it was his first child, right? First time he was with anyone. Uksiv, Kaichi, the racious Aini. My strength and the first time. So he was never Maitzi Zerlavatala. Before before and it wasn't Lavatala, before Ruven. Eighty four years. Now Ukinaget Kuflamit Shana Shaparash Adamarishain May Ishtai and because of the hundred and thirty years that's when that happened, that he separated from his wife. Sobal Yaakov Avinu all of Ashom Tsaris Rabbis. He went Yaakov Avinu who was trying to fix Adam but because Adam for 130 years was separated from his wife and caused this major problem, therefore he suffered. When he came to Paro, listen carefully, when he came to Paro, it's a crazy chidah. Again, they have to pull their cars over. This is crazy. Listen to this chidah. So chidah is saying, the, the king asked him, let's learn it inside. Right? The, king, the king sees him, he sees that he looks very old. Well, Paro asks him, hold on. How old are you? I'm 130 years. And those years were very little and very painful. He was talking about Adam. The 130 years that he was separated from his wife was very bad years. 
because the stuff happened in those years. So the, many people ask the question, how could he talk to Paro and complain about God, that his years were bad? Says the Chidah, no, he was telling Paro, therefore I'm, whatever, I'm, he's telling us in the Torah, I'm the Gilgal of Adam, and my first hundred, and those first, those 130 years were, were ma'at vira'im. They caused a lot of problems. Right, okay. Now, so the 130, is the 130 years he was separated is the same as the 130 years that he told Paro, right, that Ma'at Miram, Ulahairais. How did Yaakov know that he was Masakin that Avera? How did he know that he fixed the Gilgal? So he says, Kisaki Tikangama, because after that he lived, right, 17 years, Toiv, Gematria Toiv, quietly, secure in, in Mitzrayim, Chaim Toivim. So he paid back the 130 years, he's Masakin the Avera, and then the next 17 years, which is Gematria Toiv, it was smooth. So therefore he knew that, um, that Hashem forgave him. And that's the word Ma'oid means Adam. Ki Adam He fixed Adam Arishain, the Chele Gile as far as the Gile Arayas part. So why was he punished when he mentioned that This is this shot. The shot that he did, that he did, you know, he didn't, he just said, I had a hard life. This is this shot, this is this shot. Maybe he shouldn't have shared it with him, I don't know. It's not for Paro, what are you telling Paro? Paro doesn't know what's going on. Now, also it says, Vayichi Yaakov, if you take the words Vayichi Yaakov, it's the gematria of Givura. Because in those 130 years, he softened up the Gezeris. Okay, now. What else did I see here? You see Yaakov Shul Guloy, the time by Mashahaya Adam Chayla Oilam, Im Lochait. Adam was supposed to live forever. There wouldn't have been a sin. Also, he says, David Amalek, that's a whole different shear. David Amalek was also a Gilgal of Adam Arishan. Why did it have to be a Gilgal if they all fixed everything that they did? So, so what happened, something else that happened outside of this, this is like very Zayar, like really deep Zayar. I'm not going to really get into it. It's called the shattering of the something it's called in Hasidus. The shattering. So, so when he did that Aveira, his whole Neshama shattered into like many, 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 many pieces. And to bring Mashiach, you have to put all those pieces back together again. And the last part of the body of Adam, of the soul, because the soul, your, your soul has a body just like you, right? They're exactly, they're opposite each other. So the last part before Mashiach comes, they start with the head all the way down. We're at the heel, which is the back of the foot. That's the end. That's why it's called Ikvata, the Mashiach, the heel of Mashiach. So David Melech had to fix some stuff also. He says, how do you know that? Because because right? It says, Mo'ed Vayichi is the Oasis Adam. Adam stands for Adam, David, Mashiach.
and he gave back his life. He gave back. Um, yeah, so he he, he talks that, that 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 Yaakov gave him twenty five years. He has, I try to figure out the cheshbon. It's very hard to. Okay, he says like this: Abraham Avinu, Allah Shalom, Tikkun Chet Avoid Zara. Abraham Avinu took care of the Avoid Zara part. Yitzchak Avinu, Allah Shalom, Tikkun Chet Shvichas Damim. Yitzchak took care of the Chet of Shvichas Damim. Who Tikkun Chet Gilei Arayos? For Ata. Ah, there was a problem. Wow. There was a problem. Guys, there was a problem. If, if Yaakov took care of the last part, which is Gilead Rayas, he married two sisters. Two sisters is Gilead Rayas. He married two sisters. Yeah, so, so it says that Yaakov was very scared that even though he didn't keep the Torah Chutzlaretz, but the bottom line, he was very scared that he wasn't. He didn't do the full tikkun. You know, he was he was tikkun, he was doing a tikkun for Gilaroyus, right, for immorality, and he married two sisters. So even though he had a hetter for it, he was very scared that he didn't do the tikkun. So therefore, it says in the parsha. When Yosef came, right, it says that he bowed down, that he bowed down at the head of his bed. Everybody asks, who is Yaakov bowing down to? So, some, you know, when a person's sick, Hashem is at the, as at the, as, is at their head, right? But, where does he bow down? The head of his baby. So what was that all about? Says the Chidah that he was very worried that he married two sisters. Right. But now if he married two sisters, then the second sister was the sister that was Usr, which was Rachel. If it would have been Taka, not a good Tikkun, then Yosef would have had would have been a pagam in his neshama because he wasn't pure, and he saw when Yosef walked in over here that Yosef was pure, so he bowed down on the bed in front of Hashem, thanking him that even though he was worried that maybe the gilei rois wasn't fixed, that it was fixed. The nishlam tikkun adam harishain since he saw that the tikkun was correct, because Yosef did also didn't sin him and try him ulechein shtachol Hashem. He bowed down to Hashem. Says Zoycha lahashlem tikkun roshamita. Shu adam harishen. What? Yes. He bowed down to Hashem at the head of the thing. Thank you, Kodesh Baruch Hu. I was worried that maybe my tikkun wasn't good because I married two sisters, and no, it was fine. If Yosef would, if Yosef, if Yosef, right, Yosef is also taken about If Yosef would have made that mistake, oh my gosh, it would have been the end of the world. It says, Chidot says it would have been the end of the world because there would be masakin Adam, and 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 the, and the the Satan was the one that brought Adam down because had he had he had had Chava not give him Adam to eat from the tree, then Adam wouldn't have separated for 130 years. So the the, the snake was behind the whole thing. Now Yosef is, is in Mitzrayim and he's trying to be Masaki and Adam. If he would have been with Potiphar's wife, 
that whole thing would have broken again. Adam would have broken again. There would be no Mashiach. The world would have been destroyed. He said, with Mamash, a world of world, worlds. It was so close. So close to the end. It was like not normal. What? No, it would have been over. Right then it would have been over. He would have shattered again. He was already being built. built. All the Nitzitzis of Adam was in, ended up in the Dor, in the Dor HaMabal, then the Dor HaFlaga, then all the Mitzrayim. And they had to suffer Mitzrayim, and that's when they started building Adam back together again. So had, had, had Yosef broken, that was like the war of the worlds. Wow. He was so close. So close. And he saw the Kunoshul Avav. How important it is, guys, when you're a father, to have that relationship with your kid, and to be holy. If your kid looks at you and you're not a holy you're a guy who watches movies and you're busy looking at girls and stuff like that, and your kid sees that, you'll never pass. He'll never pass. He saw who his father was. He saw who his brothers were. He said, "I'm not going to be on the Choshen. All my brothers are going to be on the Choshen by the Kohen. I'm not going to be on the Choshen if I do this sin." They were all so holy. They also they were they were they, his bed was. They were all held very. They were all holy. It's so important as a father to. I had I had a I had a, a girl in my office today, and she's a tenth grader in a Beis Yaakov, and she doesn't. She, the reason they sent her to me is because she doesn't believe in Hashem anymore, and the whole reason she doesn't believe in Hashem, she's such a nice kid, is because her father is a hypocrite. And and her father tells her, listen, we have to go out looking because of the other people, but if we were out of town, we wouldn't be dressed like this, we wouldn't look like this. So she's like, he's supposed to be from, he's a hypocrite. I I, I don't believe in this stuff. So as a father, you have to be Kaddish. Yaakov Avinu saved them, otherwise we would, we would have been destroyed. Adam would have never gotten his tikkun. you know what that means? Adam, the, Adam that Hashem created with his own hands would have never gotten the tikkun. It's very hard to understand that Hashem created Adam and with their own hands and they did this Avera. But Bechira is Bechira. person has a choice. Why did they separate? She poisoned it. She gave him to eat from the tree, and which caused him to bring Misa into the world. He said, I'm out of here. It's a very deep story in the Zayar. It's not something I can really discuss, but it's the whole, the, 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 the Nachash and his wife, and it, it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. It was a big mess. But that's what happened. So Yosef held on, and we're going to learn at the end of the, of the parasha. And that's why for, if it wasn't for him, the whole world would have been destroyed. Last second, and he lost ten kids because of it. He was supposed to have the shvatim. He also was supposed to have twelve kids. He only had two because of that whole story. He was supposed to have his own shvatim from Rachel. He made it from him. So it was a. He, it's hard to understand what what the Medrash says, but he lost ten drops from his fingers. We don't understand what that means. You can't really confirm your finger what that means. It's more spiritual thing. You're supposed to have, you're supposed to have shvatim. So it's, it's, you know, you, your kids need to be able, you have to set an example. I, I, you have to set an example. My friends, when I changed, I never told them to change. I never gave them, I never criticized them. I never told them to, to change and not go to movies or whatever it was. Just set an example, and they see that you're happy, and that you don't need it, and you have something they don't have, and they want it. They see that when you dive in, you have, 
you, you have a connection to Hashem and you're healthy, you're happy, they don't have it, they want it. But telling them and, and criticizing them, that doesn't work. An example, what saved him was his father. The Kuno Shalaviv. So if you're the father and you're not doing the right thing, you're not saving your kid. My father saved me. There's no question I would have been a different kid. I couldn't do that to him. And he was so real. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't hurt him. He wasn't a faker. If he was a faker, I could be a faker too. He was so real. It was like crazy how real he was. So if he was real, I had to be real. And I am real. So far, Baruch Hashem, I have that kayak. Some people don't like it. Some people, Tishabov, get very angry about it. But, but I'm real. And I'm like, you know, spades to spades. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. And if you don't wanna do it, it's your choice. But if you wanna do it, then you need someone out there to help you, but you gotta do it. And there are doers and there are not doers. And I told you the most famous story I have with my father, which I didn't say Tishabov because it wasn't like a Tishabov story, but two stories. One was, I came home from a hockey game and I walked into his room and it was a big game. And I said, Dad, he said, how was the game? I said, it was miserable. The ice was so slow. In, ho- in hockey, the ice, if it's wet, the top's wet, it's very warm in the arena. So there's the film of water. You, you can't skate. It's very hard to skate. So I said, that you know, the ice is very slow. He goes, you lost, didn't you? I said, I didn't say I lost. I said, the ice is slow. He says, winners don't make excuses. I'll never forget it, ever. Nobody ever walked and said, do you want to hear the excuse why we won? Ice is slow. The minute I walked in and said, the ice is slow, he looked at me, he said, you lost, didn't you? I'm like, I didn't say that. He goes, but you did, didn't you? I was like, yes. He goes, well, guess what? The ice was slow for the other team just as much as it was for you. But guess what? They didn't come home tonight and say to their parents, Dad, the ice was slow. They're like, Dad, we beat them! We killed them! We wiped them out! Losers make excuses. I'll never forget that. So, yeah, you want to make excuses? Yeah, you don't feel bad? Ice was slow. You're right? Okay, good. Go home, shake hands, and get lost. You're not in the playoffs. You're not going to get into the playoffs. I just slow that. So what? So skate harder. I didn't come for that. Skate harder. Skate faster. Work harder. He didn't hop. He didn't understand. Like that's how I was brought up. I know people were angry at me that time on Tishabov. I was brought up by 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 a hundred twelfth Airborne Division, United States Army. I mean, these guys, these guys ate nails for supper. I mean, for breakfast, not for supper. You brought up in a family. I'm sorry that you know other kids are not brought up like that. I was brought up like that. So the more they put you down, the more you stand up. It's just, just a, it's a mida, you know. Yosef had a father that was very strong. Yaakovino was very strong, very strong. Yaakovino had a mother that was very strong. Rivka was no games. She used what she learned by love on and her, her brother and her father to fool Esav, to get the bracha, which we have to this day, beating lecha. So you're going to be a parent. You have to set an example. Your kid has to see you. And when he sees you in his head, his head, Yaakov wasn't there, he sees you in his head, and you're strong, and he knows what you want. If you don't tell him what you want, he can't know what you want. My father never left me a will. He passed away, he didn't write a will. I went through all his forum looking, maybe he wrote me a message, something. And so he didn't have to. I know exactly what he wants. 
It's 18 years later. I know exactly what he wants. You don't have to write on a piece of paper. He brought me up and he set an example. So I don't need a piece of paper. Each one of you can be that father and, and, and a girl can be that mother. And at the end of the day, that's what saved him. And had he not been saved, Adam would have been smashed to a billion pieces. Goodbye. Goodbye world. No Mashiach. No Torah. No Harsinai. Bye-bye. His father saved him. Here, you hear what the Chadah saying? Oh, it's not a joke. What? Second story was my racquetball game. Oh, yeah. We playing racquetball, and the game is 15 points to win or lose. And we're losing 14 to 1. Man, I told my father, forget it, let's start the next game. He goes, the fat lady didn't sing yet, it ain't over. He says, you didn't lose yet. They don't have, do they have 15? Am I counting that correctly, Zachariah? I think they have 14. They don't have 15. And you better not give them that point. And then we played and we lost 15-8. So I said, you see, I wasted all my energy. He says, no, you didn't. From when you wanted to give up, we won 7-1. They scored one, we scored seven. So you brought up in a house like that, you just don't hang your head. You just get up and you do what you got to do. So Yosef was brought up in a house like that, had a father like that, had a father that refused, refused to give up. There was a Navy Digger shot that I saw that, 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 that the, the, the sentence past him was, was, um, and it makes sense because they're the Gilgal of Adam, they're the Tikkun of Adam, that the sentence past him was the art, was the clothing that Hashem made for Adam, and the special part of that clothing is anytime you wore it, all the animals bowed down to you. So Yaakov Avina was like, something's wrong over here. If the animal ripped him apart, how could, and, and the Xenus Pasim has blood in it, but if he was wearing the Xenus Pasim, then, then it's impossible for an animal to rip him apart. They all bow down to him. So he knew there was something wrong. So they took it off and they dipped it in the blood. Okay. But Yosef wouldn't take it off. So the animal didn't rip it off him. The animal would see him, he'd bow down to him. So was a, he, there was something missing in the story. Alright. Anyway. Um, the Chidot says something else I don't know what this means exactly but he says the following that the Kosnas or writes that Yaakov Avinu was the Neshama Bekanot Shal Adam Harishayim in the ear pipe of other Marishans, the ear pipe got no hana from the etadas. The food pipe got. He ate the food and it went into his stomach, but not the windpipe. But not he's saying not the karna. The karna is a breathing, is an ear pipe. So he says That the air pipe is used to give out a voice. He says the reason, he says that Yosef is the Gematria Kana. Yosef is 60 and 80 is 140 is 156. And Kana is 155. And the Imakarla with the word is 156. Right? So he says to this. So the Bracha, the Yitzcha gave to, to Yaakov, is Hakol Kol Yaakov. Shinishchai is Hakol Yaakov because that was the Tikkun. Shuhoi Bechinas Kana Adam Arishan. He was 
the windpipe of Adam Arishan. He says, and that's why it says, As long as we keep the windpipe clean, Asaph has no power. It was an Ava that didn't become Tomeh. And it was never damaged. He said, Therefore, that's why it's so bad, when you use that Kana that wasn't Metame for the wrong things. Okay? He said, That's a reason that, that there's a whole problem with. Um, okay, now listen to this. Wow. Listen to this. So you swirl bow down, right, on the head of the Mita. Now, Timna wanted to marry Yaakov. But Yaakov would not would not marry her. That was one of the reasons that Amalek, Eliphaz ended up. It was his it was Asa's wife, it was it was total uh, total Guli uh, Arroyos. Right? And Amalek was born from that, and he wanted to get revenge for Timnah, because he didn't want to marry her, because she wasn't good. Um, now who came from, who came, wow, what's this Chidah? Who came from Amalek? Because he didn't marry Timnah? Haman. Right? So, what does it say by Haman? Well, Haman, Nafal Alamita. When Akashverosh walked out, he fell on the bed. Right? That 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 Yaakov saw this was going to happen in the future, right? So therefore, he sat up on the mita. He saw when he said, "I see Esav is coming, and he, he maybe he's going to kill me and all my children." He wasn't talking about Esav. He was talking about Esav's child later on, which would be Haman, and Haman wanted to kill Tafenashim. So Yaakov, by, by sitting up on the bed, was setting up the fixing of Haman falling on the bed. It's all connection. It's all connected. Another reason that he bowed down was, Yosef Nefesh Adam Arishan. Yosef was the soul of Adam Arishan. So when he walked into the room, he saw that, he saw the, the Gilgal. So he bowed down to Adam. Okay. I think we said enough on the subject. Huh? Yes, definitely. When when he does not no, this is this is the Khidah. So so when when Yaakov saw Yosef's children, he said, Mi who are they? Right? Who are they? Because he saw, he lost his Ruach HaKodesh at that point. Because from them were coming Rishayim, Yeravam, Achav. So he lost his Ruach HaKodesh. When he lost his Ruach HaKodesh, he said, uh-oh. Mi'ela, who are they? Why, why, who, who what's happening over there? I lost his Ruach HaKodesh. So he answered back to his father, Ashet, these two are, Shenasan Lielokim Bozet. No one understands what that, what, what's that doing here. He should have said, who are they? These are the children Hashem gave me. What's the buzz there with this? With what? These are, the, these are the children Hashem gave me with this. What's with this? With what? What does that mean? With, what they didn't say with this place. So here's what he says. 
that really 12 tribes are supposed to come out of Yosef. Rasara Tipin is Driku. Vinisharu Shnayim, Vehemanashar Ephraim. This is already very big, uh, very big, uh, deep, deep, deep things. Deep, deep, deep things. But that was a bazaar. Bazaar was, this is what I have left of the 12. Okay, I want to go inside for I want to take over Advar Torah. So, Avi Fishoff, Avi Fishoff, many, 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 many years ago, had a place called Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home was for boys, um, that was struggling, and it was an unbelievable place, that every single night, every single night, um, we'd go there, guys would go there, volunteers, and take these guys out, and I used to live with them once in a while. There were some very special boys. One of them is not alive anymore. He had cancer, whatever it was. Now, I don't remember who told it to me. I think it was Yaakov Weinstein. It could be it was Yaakov Weinstein. And one day he said, Rev. Weinstein, it could be it's another guy. It could be a guy that was much later, Yidl. I'm not sure. If Avi's listening to my share, I don't know if he is, but may he would remember this. I'll never forget this. So these were guys who were coming out of rehab, who were going through stuff. And this house was the most beautiful, amazing, holy, warm. It was like, not normal. It was called Home Sweet Home. Everybody wanted to help there. I used to go. I was very close to them. So when we learned Pashas Vayechi, one of them came over to me. I'm not sure if it's Avi. I'm not sure if it's Yaakov. I'm not sure if it's Yassi Yodav Shalom. It could be it was Yidl. He said, I have to tell you a Torah that I made up. Okay? What do you got? He said the following. He was so on target. I believe he might have said it over. Did they go to convention? I'm not sure. Listen to this beautiful shot. It's not much work HaKadosh got. Ve'enei Yisrael kavdu mezaken. And the eyes of Yisrael, of Yaakov Avinu, were heavy with old age. Lo yuchal lirais. He could not see them. Ve'yigash oisam elav. He brought them close to him. And he kissed them. And he hugged them. So this guy, this kid said, he said, Yaakov Avinu was from a totally different world, from a different generation. Yaakov Avinu came from Yitzchak's house. His, his father was Yitzchak, his mother was Rivka. You have these two Egyptian kids who were brought up, not in Eretz Yisrael, not with the Shifteka, not in Yaakov's house. They were from a different generation. There was a generation gap. Yaakov was old. He could not see them. He could not understand them. They were so different than I am. So this boy said to me, so what do you do when you're, when you're from a different generation and you, your, your eyes are covered mizakeh? You can't get along with the kid. He, he's, he's, he's doing technology. You don't know anything about technology. You can't talk to him. You, you don't talk his language. He's talking slang. Like, what's up? You're like, what does that mean? Like, you know? I remember when they first came out in slang, fat, P-H-A-T. Man, yo, that's fat, right? That means it's cool. And, like, the guy walked into my class. I never heard that word before. And he's like, yo, Rebbe, that Vartori who said that was fat, man, you are fat. I'm like, really? Get out. <laughs> they call me fat. No, no, P-H-A-T, man. I'm like, I don't know what that word. What does that mean? Right? So it's a different language. 
So today, I'm trying to stay up to, to date, but I'm not up to date. Definitely not on. There's a new word saying like something. Someone was just telling me there's a new saying that that means it's very cool. It's a very weird word. Whatever it is, I don't I don't know the word, but I'm not, I'm not right. So so this I don't know. Maybe it was Avi that said it. Could be Avi said it. As we said, so your, if your eyes are, are so covered and you below. You can't see him. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. I can't believe what you're doing. What do you do? Bring them close to you. If you can't see them, but you can still hug them and kiss them. You don't have to see someone to hug them and kiss them. You can close your eyes and hug them and kiss them. She so said, Yaakovino said, I don't understand these kids. They grew up in Mitzrayim. They're much younger than me. I don't have the Shprach. I can't talk to them. I don't see them. I don't understand them. But he understood. And he said, come here, guys. And he gave him a hug and a kiss. I'll never forget that shot. It's beautiful, beautiful Dvatayra. What? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an epic, yeah. It's an epic Dvatayra. It's, it's, it's a game changer. Okay, so, so he takes them. And of course, you all know, he puts them in front of them. Ephraim's on the... Um, Ephraim Yiminoim is small Yisrael. Ephraim is on the left of, of, of Yaakov, and Menashe is on the right. And of course, he switches his hands, and Yaakov and Yosef tries to switch him back, and he says, "Listen, I know what I'm doing, right? I know what I'm doing. I'm going to give them both a bracha." And he's also right. He flipped his hands, so he tried to remove it. What are you doing? It's not right. He's the older one. Menashe is the older one. Put your right hand on his. It's another time he says, This is the third time in the Torah that he says, Yaakov refused. Strong. He refused. I know what I'm doing. They're both going to be on, right? And then he said, Who do you put first? But Ephraim wasn't born first. Hello, Yaakov Avinu. You know better than anyone else what favoritism does. Right? You know. You had a brother, Esav, that was your father's favorite. And you had a son, Yosef, that was your favorite. They sold him to Mitzrayim. So, you do, why are you doing this? You're putting your hand on the younger one. Perfect. Fantastic turrets. Okay, so the Pshat Rashi says is that from Ephraim, from Menashe, there was a very bad king coming out of, 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 of Menashe. So he didn't want to give that king the right hand, that strength. What a beautiful Pshat. Listen to this Pshat. This is, this is, I mean, they're all the answer. They're all terrible, but this is an answer. This is an answer. Why didn't he want to put his right hand on Menashe? Knowing the favorite, and, and it says that Menashe was a big tzaddik because he didn't react. And it didn't change anything. He was a very big sound. He wasn't jealous. Doesn't say Vayikanu, right? Beautiful shot. Listen to this. Listen to this answer. It's Pleiadic. Huh? There's a lot of truths, but this terrace, you know, you, you know, you, you listen to a bunch of truths, and some you do, some you like, some you don't like, right? So in Pasha's Mikates, Yosef has two children. Because he wasn't really allowed to have more because you're not allowed to have children during a hunger. What? While there's a hunger, you're not allowed to have children. I thought that was if you don't know what's going to end. No, he wasn't allowed to have more children. I know that. 
What do you mean if you don't know if it's going to end? No, right during the here. B'terem talvish nasarav. He had the kids before the hunger came. Says Rashi. B'kancha adam osalim shamash mitasay. We learn from here that a man cannot be with his wife b'shnei ravin during the years of hunger. To Rashi. So I don't know that he ever had a girl. It doesn't talk that he had a girl. So you're not allowed to have kids during a hunger. Rashi, Rashi, you're not allowed to have kids during a hunger. If you do a mitzvah, then you could. No, we do. In hunger? Yeah. Right, we have to look up the Gemara. It's in Tainish Yadalaf. Anyway, listen to this. Listen to an answer. This is a stock answer with a, with a very big lesson for all of us. Give me an English Chumash for a second. Sit in the English Chumash in the back. I, I still can't get over the 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 Ma'od Yaakov Adam Yaakov. That's crazy. That's a dancer. That's a dancer. Okay. Pashmikates Pasik Nun Aleph. Mikates Nun Aleph. Mikates Nun Aleph. Mikates Nun Aleph. Here we go. Listen carefully. First, first kid he had, he named him Menashe, right? Nunawah, 51. Why? Why do you call him Menashe? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu made me forget all my hardship, right? Because now he's the king of the, king of the, married with a boy, the child, He's the king of Egypt. So I forgot all my, my hardship, right? Very nice. Forgot all my hardship. And there's Kol Beis Avi. And I forgot my whole family. Okay, that's Menashe. Ephraim. Shem Hashemi. Kor Ephraim. And my second child, I called Ephraim. Why? Ki Ephraim. Because Hashem made me fruit, fruitful in the land of my suffering. This might be in my book. I don't remember if I wrote it. The second, the second name, Ephraim, was based on a Karsatayv. The first name was, I forgot all my pain and I forgot my family. I can't, I, I can't give my right hand bracha on that. You forgot your family and you forgot your pain? I can't put my right hand on that. But, you are having Hakaras HaToyv that even in a, de- a terrible place Hashem gave me another child Hakaras HaToyv Hakaras HaToyv gets my right hand sort of the first one is like a kafli it's not a kafli toy, but it's like you know, that's it I got what I need forget my family forget all my pain I'm in a good place uh, you went through stuff don't ever forget what you went through it makes you a stronger person you're forgetting your family? You want me to... Yaakov was like, you, I should put my hand on the name. The name is Yusharish. The name of a person is who you are. I should give my bracha right hand on a name that represents that you forgot us. And you forgot your pain. You forgot us? You, you were happy that you forgot your family? That you didn't need us anymore? No way. You're not getting my right hand. Ephraim gets the right hand. You have, you have a curse of tithe? That's what I put my right hand on. No, you did that makes a lot of sense. Everything makes a lot of sense, but that's like that—that's that's for me because I'm, I'm a hardcore satoyv guy. You name two people and look at the difference in the names. So I'm going to give him a bracha. Menashe deserves a bracha. 
But if that's his name, which is his source, forgetting your people, forgetting what you went through, no, that doesn't get my right hand. Because I told you that even though you were in a bad place, Hashem gave you children, Psh, right hand. First comes Ephraim, Akar Satayv. You're going to get both, but Akar Satayv. The reason that we, we give our children, why don't we say Yehuda Balevi, right? We say Ephraim and Asher because we're in Gullus. And they were in crazy Gullus and they were sitting and learning and they also were, were very holy. So we, in Gullus we give our children, we, we say Ephraim and Menasha. But Ephraim goes first. Akar Satayv goes first. It may be in my book, I'm not sure if I wrote it, I'm not sure. Very, very important lesson. Okay. You could also say that, that, that when he said that Hashem helped him forget, that's all he's saying thank you for that. He was a no, no, Kinashani, because I forgot. It was like, not thank you for I forgot, Kinashani. I forgot my family, I forgot my pain, I'm on my own. I made it. No, we never forget your family and never forget what you went through. Don't ever push that aside. Well, that's, that's, whatever. I asked you, that's what you named the song? Because at that point, he was in such a bad place, that's before he met his brothers. He was in such a bad place, and, and he went through so much, that he was like, Hashem, you know, it's, it, I, I don't need him anymore, I'm, I'm on my own. No, I'm saying he just went through so much trauma, he went through so much stuff. So he's naming his first kid, he's saying, he's sort of saying thank you in a way, that, you know, but, but what do you mean you forget your family? Like, I don't need my family. Like, thank you, I don't need my family. No, that's not a thank you. I thank you, I forgot my, 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 my stuff. You have to always have, that, that's what made you who you are. You can't forget what you went through. You don't have to live in it, but you should never forget it. We go on. We remember the Holocaust, but we don't live in the Holocaust. The other people, they sit by the bar and all night they drink. You remember what it used to be like? You remember what it used to be like? So they're still living back there and they're drinking their problems away. We don't do that. We're like, you remember the Holocaust? Never forget. Never again. But you gotta, we don't live in the, we don't live in the Holocaust. We go further. Even the people who went through the Holocaust, children and growth, they, they don't live in their, they don't live in their stuff. They, 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 they remember their stuff. They don't forget it because the stuff that you go through makes you who you are. But if you, you can't live in it. You can't keep re-traumatizing. It's one of the things right now that we have to start talking about to the therapists. So I have a bunch of girls that, 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 that used to be happy, happy kids. They're miserable because they keep, they're opening them up and they keep retrying. Every time you have to, a kid has to say, and, and what happened? And what happened? And what happened? And how do you feel? So they're going back in their head to that place where they got abused and you re-traumatize and you re-traumatize and you re-traumatize. How many times can you go back to the Holocaust? That's why my mother-in-law, a lot of people never talk about it. I don't, I can't go back there. I know what happened, but I can't live there. I can't go back and live in that in in in, in Auschwitz because I'll be the most depressed, angry person in the world. I got to go on. I got to have kids. I got to I got to live on. Got to go on. What? Because they believe that you have to open up the wound and clean it out, and the only way to open up the wound and clean it out is to go back there and clean it out. But if you ain't good at that and you can't close that wound, then that wound's going to keep bleeding, and sometimes that's what happens. You open up a kid who pushed it aside. So that's a big machoik is between therapy and life coaching. Life coaching doesn't go back there. Life coaching says whatever happened, happened. 
let me give you the coping skills to go from here onward. I'm not, I'm not taking you back in there because if I might take, if I might take you back in there, you may not come out again. Well, last time you were traumatized, you were eight years old. Now you're, tw- now you're 19. To take you back to when you were eight years old with that guy in the room, what he did to you, that's a very dangerous thing to do. If I could take you back there and clean it out and you could deal with it, then yes, for the rest of your life, it's not going to come, it's not going to boogeyman you, it's not going to hurt you. Well, if I'm a life coach and I give you coping skills, you might go back there and not come out. That's the difference in psychology. And the, 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 the life coach feels, if I give you enough to go forward, sort of my road in the, in the mind type of thing, then you're not going to go back there. You have, you have something to look forward to. Why would you go back there? So, yeah, any addiction, the only way to come out of an addiction and that relapse is to have something else, a new road, right? Something else to do. If you're not going to have anything to do, you're sitting home, you, you're, you're relapsing. There's nothing to talk about. They give you the GA or whatever. What? They give you that whole system. Well, that whole system is to keep you very busy and talking about it. But, but also, a lot of people, a lot of people don't do it because they feel that I got out of my alcoholism and, and every time I go back there, you know what? I diet a lot. It lasts usually a day. I start Monday, Monday morning and by Monday night my diet's gone. Right? But the problem with dieting is, I can talk to you from experience. The problem with dieting is that a whole day when you diet, you think about food. I'm not allowed to eat this. I'm not allowed to eat this. I'm not allowed to eat this. I have to have my lettuce and my this and my that and my that. So when you when you start thinking about food a whole day, you're going to eat the wrong food. If you're not dieting and you're busy working, all of a sudden at night, like, wow, I didn't eat anything. I had an apple. If you're dieting, you can't have an apple. You have to and 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 every two hours. So then, so then, when you live in a world of food, 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 the right food, you're going to end up in the wrong food. Some people, and some people. AA is the best thing in the world. You can go to AA and it doesn't trigger you. Everyone's different. Everyone has to know what's good for them. So someone asked me, are you pro-AA? I mean, I'm pro-AA for the people it works for. I'm pro-GA and NA and SA and all these other things for the people it works for. Am I pro it for everyone? No, because if it doesn't work for you, how can I be pro? Well, it depends on the person. It depends, 100%. But you know what? Trauma, sexual trauma, is like a massive heart attack. You can't just go to a first aid station. So the therapist has to be a, a surgeon with experience. With when you go back into an eight, nine-year-old girl's life or a guy's life, you better be a mulcha. You better you better be really well trained. You better know what you're doing. Not like so. How do you feel about it? Oh, your guy's bleeding. He's bleeding out. Like so. How do you feel about it? No, you have to be a mulcha. No. No, what a, sur- a surgeon had to have open heart surgery. It helps if there are there are what's called clinical therapists. A clinical therapist, you don't need to go by it yourself. It's a, a surgeon who went to medical school and learned how. You don't have to go through it yourself to be a good clinic, a good clinician. No, just it's it's like anything else. You got bad doctors, you got good doctors, you got bad teachers, you got good teachers. All the, there's ten teachers in a school. They all have the same license and went to the same school. Five of them are good and five of them are miserable. So it's, it's, it, yeah. So when you do that kind of trauma work, you better be good. Or you're gonna hurt someone really bad. So it's not, it's not a joke. It's not a game. It's a person's life. So the big machlik is about going back and not going back. So Yosef said, I'm not going back. Menashe's forgot about it. Going forward.
Yosef was a bigger tzaddik than I am. Why? Why he named him Menashe? But Menashe was, you know, I forgot my family. You can't. So, so Yaakov Avinu said, "Very good, be a tzaddik. Everything will be good." But right hand on Ephraim. Karsatayva, Karsatayva is the base. What? Positive. Ephraim was positive, and 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 Menashe, the name, it's not negative because he's like, I made it. It's not a negative statement. It's just. On his level, say, you know, thank you, Hashem, I forgot my family. What? He was in a lot of pain. His master from that, that I forgot my family, right? So it meant that he was in a lot of pain. What happened to him? He said, now I'm in such a good place that I, I forgot my family. I forgot what they did to me. So it's sort of a good thing, but you can never, you, it's not, you can't forget your family. Maybe he forgot the pain, not the family. Want to look at it again? He said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's household. Forgot where he came from. Hashem. Hashem yes. Thank you. So, yeah. There's not maybe, maybe not as positive as, as, as Joseph showed. Right. It, 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 forgetting your family. Hashem made me successful enough. But I forgot my family. Okay, but you're not getting you're, you're not getting the right hand. You're not getting the right hand over Ephraim on that. Okay, exactly. So Ephraim had a better name. Right. Ephraim was pure. Of course, I'll tell you. Most of the truth about this was that he never forgot where he came from. How could I forget where he came from? Yosef's No, it's just that something so good happened that he, 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 you know, you had something happen this morning, Chassidusham. And you're a lot of pain, and then something really amazing happened in the afternoon that made you forget the pain. That's what he's saying. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the brothers. He's got the pain, What? That's his brothers. What is he says in here? This is pretty good. So he says, okay, everyone has a different... He said, Joseph Yosef acknowledged that Hashem had allowed him to forget the hardship his brothers had inflicted on him in his paternal home. He was able to recognize that everything that had been done was part of divine master plan, and consequently he bore them no ill will. For that, he was grateful. So he's saying that because he became second to the king, he realized that it was Hashem's master plan. If it's Hashem's master plan, how can I be angry at them? So I forgot my brothers, what they did to me. Which is Akar Satov, yeah. What? The commentators agree that Joseph could not have been so crass as to be thankful that he had forgotten his grieving father. 
So I never understood there was a grieving father, I understood it was his brothers. To the contrary, the very fact that he gave his na- this name showed that he remembered Yaakov. Although Yosef would ordinarily have been ob- obligated by the mitzvah of honoring his father to contact him. Nevertheless, the ban imposed by his brothers while he was on the cherim prevented him from doing so. So to enable Yosef to bear this emotional burden, Hashem replaced his constant memories of his father with other thoughts. In effect, therefore, Menashe's name was an acknowledgement that God had given Yosef the fortitude to comply with the solemn oath against Katan Yaakov and to allow providence to take his course. So he's, he's a different shot. This other shot he's saying that Yosef thanked Hashem that you made me second to the king that I was able not to, t- not to break the cherim and call my father. It's a different shot. So three different shot. The Torah was full of different shot. And Ephraim was just pure across the Torah. It's that you, you gave me the ability to multiply, you know, have another kid in the time of the Matara. Okay, anyway, so there's many answers. There's many, 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 many answers. There's a whole kasha on the there's a whole shock your tie. I spent a lot of time on it today, but it's not part of today's year. How could Yaakov, according to the main, the main shot is that coming from Anasha was a big Russia. We know by Ben Sarah only by Ben Sarah that, that by Esav, right? When, when, not Esav, by Ishmael, so he was dying, he had no water, right? And Hashem was going to make a miracle that there'd be a well of water next to him. And the Malachim said, Yishmael, he's going to give the Jews problems forever. Let him die. Because you see what Yishmael is going to become in the later generations. Hashem said, Bashehu Sham. I can't judge him for what he's going to be. What he is right now is a young kid. He didn't do any Averis. He's a young kid. I have to save him. Bashehu Sham. So there's a very big kasha there. Then how do you have a Ben Sarimaira? Rashi says, Ben Sarimaira is going to eat, if he's going to eat all that meat and drink all that wine, He's going to end up killing someone, so you have to kill him first. What about Bashar Husham? Right? You have to judge him. Right now, did he kill someone? No, so why can't you, why are you allowed to kill him? So there's a whole shock of Italia there. So here they ask, one second, if the reason that Yaakov didn't put his right hand on Menashe was because from Menashe, a thousand years later, he's going to come out a bad king, Bashar Husham. Right now, is Menashe have a kid like that? No. Right now, is he bad? No. So Bashar Husham. Why, why did he switch his hands? You know, wow, this is, she does, this is, we can't, you know, it's late. It's, it's after 12, but, but, uh, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe you guys should look it up. If, if, by, by Shmuel, you're not looking at what he's doing to the Jews today, ISIS and all that, that, but, Menashe, you're not gonna give him a bracha, cause you're gonna have a king later on. Menashe, did he do anything wrong? Menashe's a tzaddik. So put your right hand on him. So that's a whole that's a whole share. What? No, he didn't give him the power. He said before. To give the bracha, he would give the Manasha king. But Bashar Husham, you can't you can't. It's not about the later on. Right so if you gave the bracha, he would give the power to the wrong side for, 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 for the bad king. But you hear what I'm saying? The bad king is not here. You're not allowed to look at the bad king. That's Bashar Husham, you shmal. You gave him life. You gave him the power to kill how many Jews? You gave him so much power, you gave you gave him life. But right now there's no king. So Anyway, we have to work on it. It's a matter of a right hand of Yaakov Avino, darling. Right hand of Yaakov Avino. Not so posh. Right hand of Yaakov Avino is not so posh. Over there was physical. 
So the guy was the right hand. What? Right Not Tzorimar. I'm talking about Yishmael. Yishmael. Uh, so Hashem said, I'm judging him for what he is now. Menashe now. You're right. Power and the king in a hundred years, whatever. But right now, Menashe is a good person. So put your right hand on him. This is very important. I know it's very late. But this, is, this is very, very important. So, he did twitch his hand. It didn't go straight up the wrong way. No, they were lined up with him like that. He had to switch his hand. No, he didn't. Uh, he, that he didn't do. That he didn't do. He didn't ask the kids to switch. He he made the switch. Okay, I just want to learn with you very fast. For everyone who's listening, very very fast. This is very important, right? So so they come to Yosef. Listen carefully, very fast. They come to Yosef and they ask him. They say to him, you, you're going to take revenge. The end of the Pasha. He said, now that, that Yaakov died, you're going to take revenge. But Yom Alem Yosef, Al-Tiru, You worry? Don't worry about it. I'm not God. It was meant to happen. Don't worry about it. Says the Chidah. The Golos Mitzrayim Ha'yubavur Chet Mechiras Yosef. The Golos Mitzrayim happened because we sold Yosef. The Gam Gizeras Homon. Omru the whole story of Haman also came from the sin of selling Yosef. The ten right people that were killed terribly. The ten Shvatim had to come back and 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 pay for it. Right? Okay. Now he also says if Yosef said that it's been a Shemayim that this happened so I have no grudge right so why did they get punished why did we get punished he says interesting when you hurt somebody people don't know this, so I'm, that's why I'm taking the extra time to tell you this so it's been on Chavero let's say I insult you right it's been on Chavero so I have to ask you Mechila you're Mechumi but I also did an Avera Be'an Hashem so I have to also do Tshuva that I hurt you between me and Hashem that I hurt you, because Hashem told us not to do that, right? So he says the following. He says, The Shvatim did two sins. Yosef. They sinned with Yosef. And they also sinned with Hashem. Right? They sold him. They stole him. The Pasuk says in the Torah that if you, if you, if you kidnap someone and you sell him, right? And it was a chil Hashem in front of the paramatim. There's a side kilo yadu that they didn't know that they, that the Yosef was sold, right? Because he 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 just said I was I was I was kidnapped. That's what he said, and I was sold, right? So if that's the case, v'im came dafka. So yes, so Yosef said it's okay. But what they did, L'shem Shemaim, what they did against Hashem, because Hashem is very medactic with Tzadikim. So this is what I wanted to get to. There's a Rabbeinu Bachya. And this is very important, especially with your children later on in life. And the Rabbeinu Bachya says the following. They came to him and they said, Please be Michalos. It says nowhere in the Torah, that they said they're Michael him. A person who sins to another person, 
and he does tshuva, he's not going to be forgiven until he makes friends with his chaver. Even though the Pesach says, he comforted them. He spoke to their heart. He said, it's okay. They never said the words, I am Michael. They died without Yosef ever saying, I am Michael. The only way that they could be forgiven ever is if he said the words, that's why he came around by Haman and that's why he moved us. He didn't take revenge. He never said I'm Michael you. Ulay love Loidata Avalim Hayo Aimalem Shu Michaelem Oz Hayu Peturim Mikol. If he would have said, Brothers, these words, I am Michael you, they would have been finished, there would be no Asarugimalchus, there wouldn't no, there wouldn't have been a Haman, and it brings down that in every dar there are ten Sadiqim that die, that don't deserve to die, but they die. For, for Kapara on the selling of Yosef. Every generation, till every generation till Mashiach comes. So, you need to say the words to someone if they hurt you. I am Michael. I go to my mother, I go to my mother every Arab Yom Kippur and say, Ma, are you Michael me for everything I did a whole year? And every year she says the same thing. Zacharya, I'm your mother. I don't need to be Michael. You, I love you. I'm like, Ma, Say, I, I am, am, Michael, Michael, Zechariah, Wallerstein, for everything he did to me this year. Why? Because if they don't say it, they say, I love you, don't worry, you're my kid, you're my son, don't worry about it. Rabbi Nabachia and the Chassidim bring down, he said, I, he said, I love you, don't worry about it, Hashem wanted it, it's okay, everything is fine. No. He says at the end, have you just said the word Mechila? Now, did he not say the word Mechila on purpose? I don't believe he didn't say it on purpose. They, they, he just didn't know. He just, he just was like, it's no big deal. Sometimes you tell someone who hurt you, they don't worry about it, it's okay. It's not Mechila. It's not Mechila. I can't say that. What? He said, no, in the Torah, it says what he said. He said, am I God? God wanted this. Not, you guys didn't do anything wrong. He said that. But that's not Mechila. Mechila erases it. Mechila erases it. Mechila. I forgive you? Probably, it's probably good enough. Mechila needs to like wipe it out. What if you just say it when he's not next It's fine. You say it every night. When you go to Kriyash Malamita, you say, I'm Michael, everyone who hurt me, except if they stole money from me and they, they thought I'd be Michael them, I'm not Michael them. But you say it every night. And I always hope that, the, hope all the kids I ever taught in my class say it every night. <laughs> Send an email, everybody please say, you know, Kriyash Malamita. You have to get those words, very important to get those words. From your wife, for sure. Is that why Mordecai has to be young? Be sure you gotta ask your wife, Mechila. What? Is that why Mordecai has to be young? Because they're the only shade of it, not at all the selling 
Explain. There's a different reason there. Because Binyamin didn't bow down to Esau. So when, when, when Haman was walking around, he said, you all bow down to me, you all bow down to me by Esau, you can bow down to me again. Yaakov said, no, no, I didn't bow down to you. I mean, Marcus, I didn't bow down to you. I'm from Binyamin. Binyamin didn't need Mechilo. Until there's ten. He didn't do anything. He knew it says. They were in a cherim. I don't understand what that means. They were in a cherim. Hashem was part of it. They weren't allowed to tell their father. There's many questions if in the end Yaakov knew. Like, how'd you get down here? Why are you here? How did this happen? So some swarms say he was blocked. He was blocked. He never knew. He never knew. He thought Yosef was kidnapped. Shimon was also not there, right? Huh? Shimon was also not there. There's nine. Reuven wasn't there. Reuven wasn't there? Reuven left. He came back. He looked for him in the hole. He was gone. But, so that was Hashem. Hashem took the tenth spot. So Reuven is What? What did he get for it? Reuven wasn't, Reuven wasn't one of the ten. It was nine and Hashem. And who represented Hashem by that Sarige Malchus? Let's see if you know. Rabbi Akiva. What does that mean though? Hashem made the Cherim. I don't know what that means. How did Hashem do wrong? Can we? Who said he did wrong? He needs for that. But you see that Yosef in the end said Hashem set the whole thing up. It doesn't say that Hashem was sold him, Hashem didn't sell him. But he was masking him in the cherim. They put him in cherim. What did he do? What? They needed a bezin of ten, whatever it is. They put him in cherim. What? Well, they put him in cherim that he can't that he can't talk. He can never talk. What? Put him in cherim. What did he do? According to them, he did three avers. He saw them. He saw them eating every manachai. It wasn't every manachai. It was an animal that they created through the sefer yitzira. So it wasn't a, a, a normal animal. And then he said that they did, they, 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 he said they did Gilead Royas. I'm not going to tell you the Eitzim of Farshim say that, whatever. They created, off, off, we'll go off screen on that one. Um, when we finish this year, I'll turn it off. There's an unbelievable safe place on that. And there was a third thing. Three things he went to his father that weren't true. But the main thing he was Chayav Misa for was when he said that his father and mother is, well, it wasn't his mother, but Leah, right? His father bowed down to him in a dream. They paskin that Yaakov was the Melech, and by saying that dream that he was Moir B'Malchus, right? And Moir B'Malchus Chayim Misa. So they paskin as a Bezdin that he was Chayim Misa. He was thinking about all day. What? Must be if he dreamt it. Must be thinking about it all day. Right, he was Moir B'Malchus to make such a statement. So they had stuff on him. They paskin that way, but. So then why would they want to sell him? Because just because he said, you know. It, it really what? Huh? They, it seems to be they were wrong. He wasn't Chaim Misa. They touched it, as, uh, but you see, he wasn't Chaim Misa. In the end, he said, "You you were wrong." Shem was part of better than the Chayim. That Yaakov shouldn't find out about it. He was right to keep a secret. The chayim was to keep a secret, not in not in selling him. Hashem didn't sell him. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.